0: Get in the know. Non-stop Viking talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. <laughs> Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: Yes. Woo.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes.
1: A lot of enthusiasm.
0: Delete This is Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company and TCL, the best TV for watching the big game. Or as some people have said, the superb
2: owl. Oh, I see what another you pun there. there. Another pun there. Another place of words. I
1: see what you... You What's mean... That? You mean the game between Cincinnati and Los Angeles' other professional football team? That's the game I am referring to. Oh, boy, I can't wait. TCL's the place to watch that. The champion of the
0: American Football Conference versus the (laughs) National Football Conference. Uh, TCL has a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. This is Purple Daily. Daily Vikings entertainment and therapy. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's uh, really not that much to ask for after 60 years, okay? So if it seems like we're hard on the team sometimes, it's all from a place of tough love. That's where it comes from. Sammy Sosa. So, uh, wow, great
1: reference. Thank you. Sam, uh, I, I, I go way back. I'm old.
0: So uh, this is Four Question Friday. Let's, let's start with this one because this is, you know, if the Vikings want to win a Super Bowl, they need... An elite edge rusher. They already have one, but his contract is complicated. So uh, we're, we're taking some of these questions from you guys, sending them in via Twitter and the Scorn app. And Nathan Finneman leads us off here with question number one. Kirk is obviously a primary talker. No. Not on this show. Never talked well. But Daniil Hunter is a clear number two. Would love to hear your takes on what to do with an elite player who has missed 25 of 33 games the last couple years and is due a massive roster bonus this next month. So, just to catch the audience up to speed here, Daniil Hunter has a cap hit of $26 million next year, which I believe that's one of the 15 or 18 biggest cap hits among all players in the NFL for next year, or it's like in the top twenty twenty-five. Like he has higher cap hit than a lot of quarterbacks do, because they have an eighteen million dollar roster bonus that triggers if he's still on the team on March twentieth. So basically, in one month, that's kind of when the league year gets going. So the, my guess is they probably want they, they've. I mean, the Vikings are twelve million dollars over the cap. They need to shave. $20 million off their cap just to pay draft picks for next year. And then if you want to actually sign free agents, a center, a guard, right? Like you're going to have to do some slicing and dicing. So would you guys just at this point move on from would, you, would So three options. You can cut him, which seems stupid. You can try and trade him. Or you can continue to try and restructure and kick the can down the road if him and his agent are willing to play a ball. What? Where? How are you approaching the, the Daniil Hunter offseason here?
1: So I, I actually was doing some checking around as well uh, yesterday on that bonus, the one that you referred to uh, on the fifth day of the league year. And it, according to one thing I found from an agent who had looked at the contract, it can be converted to a signing bonus and spread across the remaining years of the of the restructured contract yep. as well. So that's an option as well. Uh, that being said, there's a chance that Daniel is going to want to rework this contract again. Um, I would not completely dismiss no nor would I say it's going to be the biggest factor, but until we know how he feels about Andre Patterson, his longtime position coach leaving and the fact that he is now going to be on a roster as far as who runs it with a bunch of people he does not know um my personal preference is to keep him I think he's he's young and, and yes, I know he's barely played. Uh, in the last two years because he didn't play in 2020 because of the herniated disc surgery all of that i get that but he has a special talent and his age makes him attractive to keep all of that being said i am very interested in one question what could you get for him because uh, because i am i am all in on turning a page here too so so if danielil hunter could be um could be a reasonable part of my turning that page and i could keep him go for it but if he says, you know, Andre Patterson and I were really close, and you're going to switch with Ed Donatel now as your DC to a three-four, right? And I really don't want to stand up. I'm a four-three end. Yeah. Um. My question becomes this: What can you get? Because if you can get a first-round pick, I am very much considering that trade. Of course, depending where that pick falls.
0: Man, so Bye. I put I put yeah. in a different category than I put some of these up, like. There's going to be major changes to this team. They're not just going to run this thing back. They have to clear cap space. So I don't think you're just going to run it all back with a new front office, a new head coach. Like, there's going to be major changes. I'm not automatically putting Daniel Hunter in the bin of major changes because he's still in his prime. You know, Eric Hendricks is 30, Adam Thielen's like, what, 32? Harrison Smith, 32, 33. Those guys seem like more logical fits to move on from than Daniil. But you bring—we're—we're we're only looking at this from our perspective, like the Vikings' perspective and our perspective. Daniel put up a stink last season because of a contract and some certain things, and now that his favorite position coach is gone, and you know Mike Zimmer was great for his career. Someone's got to ask Daniel Hunter, "Do you want to play for the Vikings?" Right? Yeah. And it's going to come down to money, fit, scheme, all and these a different three, things. Three
1: is a change. Well, like he—he he would be asked, and—and and look. I think that he can play in a three four, four three, a two five. I don't care. He's that good. But there have been a lot of guys in their prime, in fact, um, perfect example. Jared Allen, when we when when there was some thought that Frazier in two thousand and eleven might give some thought to to a three four and and Jared was still very good at that time, yeah. He flat out said, I ain't playing at that time <laughs> in a three four. And so Daniel Daniil might say, I am a um an end a base end or an end in a four three. So, so yeah, there is a lot of questions here. And if you could get a first round pick, Phil, at least I'm intrigued then. Yeah. I'll tell you one other thing to
0: consider here too. The trade thing is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm and I'm I haven't dug super deep into this, but what I would be looking for are teams that are ready to win but maybe need some help generating pressures on defense, right? So who are the competitive teams that rank near the bottom of the NFL in pressure rate? Well, the Indianapolis Colts were second to last in the NFL in pressure rate. Now they did, they they had to trade their first round pick to Philadelphia as part of that Carson Wentz deal. So they do not have a first round pick. You know, would you take a second round pick from Indianapolis? I don't know. Uh... The Seahawks maybe looking to bounce back. They had a really hard time getting pressure on opposing defenses. They were like 7th from the bottom. Mm-hmm. But uh, they also traded their first-round pick. They were 10th overall. That's part of the Jamal Adams trade that goes to the Jets at number 10 overall. Uh, the Ravens were ranked near the bottom. The Baltimore Ravens do have the 14th overall pick. So would you trade Daniil Hunter for the 14th overall pick?
1: Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. Um. Well... If I could take my take my pick, and yeah, possibly, possibly. So well, w-
0: you'd have twelve and fourteen.
1: I wouldn't dismiss in, it. I'm just in, telling in you a, right in now. In a good edge
2: rusher draft, so. I
1: wouldn't dismiss it.
2: So, uh, Dex, where are you at on this? It's tough because I I can make a case that, especially in the days of NFL, that outside of quarterback, a def- an elite defensive end is one of the most impactful things on offense yeah. or defensive side of the ball, and yeah. losing that. Is huge. We saw it in 2020, and we saw what the Vikings' defense looked like when he was without him after he got hurt in that Cowboys game. So there really isn't a contingency plan. And I also, unless you just draft an absolute stud like Hawkinson might be a stud, but I, I don't know from Hutchinson, Hutchinson Hayden, might Hutchinson. be a stud. Yeah, from Michigan might be a stud for the in, in the top of the draft. I don't think like you can just find a defensive end that can replace Daniel Hunter. And and that's that's a conversation the uh, the the Vikings have to have if they if they can figure out how to still generate pressure because you you removed Neil Hunter I don't know if you can still find that guy.
0: Well, you would be if you if you trade to Neil Hunter, you're now you're no longer looking to maximize your wins for 2022, right? Mm-hmm. I mean it, that would be part of a retooling or a rebuild or whatever you want to call it, right? And and looking and there's a lot of examples around the league where you can bounce back really quickly if you do if you nail some draft picks and you clear the, the right amount of salary cap space to go sign free agents. So you can do it. But trading Daniel Hunter would be a huge admission that, yeah, this, this is a retool for sure in 2022.
1: But if you, if you are ever going to do that right now is the time. Well, like this, yeah. this is the time. If he says, I want out, I don't want to be, be here. Um, this is it. This is the perfect time to say, okay, my first choice is to keep him. But I could easily see a path where that becomes untenable, and and in the past it's been like, well, you can't trade him; he he is too important. This would be the, the year to say we'd prefer not to, but if we're ever going to make a move, and again potentially get a first round pick, yeah. This this is the time. I am all for making as tough a decisions as possible for twenty two. So here's another question off to Neil Hunter then,
0: and and some of the other players that are in question here, like the old, the old core. Sure. If you're going to go into a retool, I don't think you do it halfheartedly. I think you, I think you do it. You get, and, you, and it doesn't mean you have to be garbage, but you do it. You look to get some draft picks for some veteran players. Yep. You look to strip down the salary cap so You can reload for 2023. You just rip the bandit off and you do it. Right. Right. How many of these players could get at least a first or a second round pick if you traded them? Let's, I'll just go down the list here. Kirk Cousins. Uh, maybe a first-round pick. I
2: think. I, yes. I think at
0: least a Agreed. second. So,
1: yes, yes. I, I think you're fine there. Daniil Hunter. Yes. I think he gets a first-round pick. I'm not Injuries, I thing. think it's yeah. maybe, depending
0: on the team, if it's a good team, yeah, like desperation, right? The, like the Rams gave up more than they otherwise would have for Stafford and some of these sure. other guys because they want to win. So, yeah, I agree. For I, sure, feel second round pick.
1: I feel comfortable. I feel good about the return on Daniil Hunter.
0: I'll put it that way. Eric Hendricks. No. No. Yeah. Age. Yeah. No. It's probably like a third or a. Like, you'd get something for him.
2: Yeah. Adam Thielen. Know.
0: No. I don't know, man. No. So good in the red zone. He could be a final piece to someone's puzzle. But,
2: but what about. Uh, I would say wide about receivers, about... you can just find any. Like, we're, we're figuring out wide receivers are, are, are blossoming everywhere. I don't think that team's going to mortgage a first round pick for a 30 year old wide receiver. You'd have to the a desperate contender. I find.
1: think it depends on the team, but my God, would he not be, um, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, would he be the perfect Patriot? I would take a. I if I felt that I needed to move him or wanted to, I would take, a. would th- ask for a second and take a third mm-hmm. from the Patriots. Okay,
0: uh, Harrison Smith.
1: That's an interesting one based on age. I don't think he's still really good. Yeah, he is. He doesn't get you a first. I'd be curious. I would ask for a second. Dude, The Seahawks traded
0: so much for Jamal Adams. I don't think every team in the
1: league does that. That's true. Um, I think you could, I think you could maybe get a second round pick. I might be totally wrong there. I'm guessing.
0: And so if, if, if you think, and I, I'm not insinuating they're going to trade all of these guys, but if you said, all right, we got to get some draft capital here as we strip down the cap, to, to, you know, when I say strip down the cap, I mean give yourself a ton of cap flexibility for 2022 and 23. Sure. And you can get some first-round, second-round picks. Like That's how you do it, man. You, you get five oh. or six first- and second-round picks, and 100%. you bring a bunch of talent in. And here's the crazy thing. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but because you have to be cap-compliant and also you want cap space to operate in 2022 – you have to make these moves in the next month. Right? Like I mean you could you could could you kick the can down the road a little bit with Harrison Smith or something and trade him after June first or something? Right. I don't know. But like Right, but you have to make some moves, absolutely. But Kirk and Daniil Hunter yes, are going can. to be decided in the next month, right? Correct.
1: Correct. And and just to be absolutely clear, my preference is to keep Hunter if I can, but I can see Me too. a pathway where he makes it difficult for you.
0: Yeah. Wow, this is
1: juicy, man. Now, I'm trading Kirk. This is juicy. To be clear, again, I'm trading Kirk. I'm not going to back off that that? one. But, Daniil, I'd prefer to keep. All right, question number two here from
0: Garrett Wright via the Score North app. What's your guys' one bold prediction for the upcoming offseason? If you could boldly speculate on just one thing, what would it be? For me, I'll boldly speculate that Kirk Cousins is traded to the Cleveland Browns for Baker Mayfield and a third-round pick
1: in this year's draft and a first-round pick in next year's draft. Let's see what you guys have. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go. Um, I'm not going to do Kirk, and I'm not going to do D- Daniil, since we just talked about uh, both of them, and we talk about Kirk incessantly. But I'm going to go with the quarterback position and go with a, a potential bold move that I think would be incredibly smart. I am going to deal away some of my veterans for picks, as we just talked about, and I'm going to position myself with draft capital, where I where I either naturally have a high draft pick in 23 or I can trade to get one, and I'm going to address my quarterback hopefully for the long term in the 2023 draft. Because I feel like 22, it's like, well, there's guys out there, but my God, I go back to and, and have PTSD about the Ponder Draft. And not just because of Ponder, but that yeah. that was the well. You got to take Jake Locker or Blaine Gabbard or 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 Christian Ponder, <laughs> yeah. or and it, and it was like no, no, you don't. Like Cam, Cam was the top pick, and he was good. But beyond that, it just became a well. You you take a QB and you take a QB. So I'm going to go with the actual strategy here: stockpile picks, trade guys like Smith, um, and put myself in position to either move up substantially and, or just be in position to address the quarterback spot in 23 in what is supposed to be a deeper and better quarterback draft.
0: Can I, can I add a, just a, like a note to this question from Garrett. I want mine to be on the record for write that down. Okay. What I'm about to, what I'm about to say, I want to go on the record. Okay. Can we do that Dex? Yep. Good to go. We we do it all the time Dex taking notes here. So here's my bold prediction for the South season. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a Viking. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. I, I'm going to leave Kirk out of it. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a Viking. And I will say by May 1st. Okay. Or I'll, No, I shouldn't do that because what if he signs late as a backup or something? I'll say by training camp. Wow. Teddy Bridgewater will be a Viking. Okay. Here's my logic on this he's still very much capable of being like a bridge pun intended starting quarterback and the Broncos went seven and seven with him as a starter last year Ed Donatel was there in the room for Teddy Bridgewater he's the Vikings defensive coordinator but people behind the scenes everywhere Teddy goes from Louisville to the Vikings to Denver his other stops rave about his leadership his ability to bring guys together he also does pretty well in the win loss column like team you can win football games with Teddy Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying as a franchise long-term guy. I'm saying as you look for your starting quarterback of the future, be it this year or next year, and as you look to just bring a locker room together more, you can do a lot worse than Teddy. I think ownership loves Teddy. And like I said, you're bringing some Denver Bronco influence into your organization here. I think there's going to be Teddy whispers over the next couple months. I'm all about that. That's my bold prediction.
2: I love that. I'd, I'd be jumping for joy. I'll, I'll, I'll forget. I'll get covering training camp. I'll be covering training camp at that yeah. point. Um, I like I'll that one about. a lot. I, I'll, I'll say this. Number one, I love the Teddy pick because I think it does make a lot of sense. The dude won seven games last year with Denver. He went five and zero oh with the saints when drew Brees broke his thumb. Like you, you can plug in the right system and he can play the, The issue is, and I think it's been resolved, is that contract being told during his injury year with the Vikings, I think there was, I've heard that there was bad blood about that. Like, Teddy was really irked about that. But but Spielman Spielman and Zimmer are gone. So that opens the door to that idea, and I I think he would potentially come back. Uh, My bold prediction would be the Vikings, and I don't know how they're going to make this work, but if you just want something bold, I'll say this. The Vikings will sign an offensive lineman to like a $30 million contract. They're going to sign, they're going to go to free agency and get a legitimate yeah, offensive funny. lineman.
0: So, like $30 million gar- like guaranteed over yeah. the course of whatever. Yeah, they're going to go out
2: and address the damn line and say, here it is. I don't know how they can make this money work, but we're going to find the best offensive lineman available. We're going to pay him handsomely, whether it's a guard or a tackle, and he will help fortify this damn offensive line. Could even be a center for God's sakes, but they will I think sign it's going to take
1: more than that though.
2: Yep. It will sign an offensive lineman to significant money. Okay. There's some,
0: I mean, there's some dudes, uh, I haven't done a full deep dive into this. Uh, I am going through a PFF top 100 list and, uh, Oh God, we'll, we'll do a, We'll do a lot more of this throughout the next few weeks, but and
1: it. recklessly speculate.
0: No, are we never, we never are we do comfortable that, doing that on this Reckless show?
1: Speculation.
0: It's a lifestyle. You either recklessly speculate or you don't. I
1: don't, don't. know comfortable with yeah. that.
0: Get ratioed, okay? A um, couple shout-outs here. Our friends at St. Thomas, the St. Thomas men's basketball team, is taking on the North Dakota State Bison in a Summit League matchup this Saturday, February 12th. The Tommies continue to battle as a first-year Division One team, and they are fun to watch. Ball movement, three-pointers, drives, Uh, I think they're one of the most three-point heavy teams in college basketball. So go to TommySports.com to buy your tickets for Saturday night's game against NDSU, TommySports.com. What are you going to be drinking
1: during the big game, Judd? During the big game, um, let's see, what will I be drinking? Uh, Let me run through the list in my head. Oh, I know. I'm going to be drinking a fine beer from my friends at Surly Brewing. I'll probably be sipping on a Furious, but let me tell you right now, i got options. I got options. And I don't mean other beers. I mean Surly options because the Surly Variety Pack, the first one of 2022, it has arrived. And, yes, it it includes The Furious, but it also has Havoc Machine, Ghost Empire Dark Lager, and my personal new favorite, Hyper Modern Idaho 7 IPA, which I'm telling you That sounds like
0: a football player. That sounds like a check at the last scrimmage. You're right.
1: Hyper Modern IPA.
0: Modern, 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 modern. Hyper.
1: Don't forget the Idaho. Idaho 7, Idaho seven <laughs> IPA, Hypermodern, Surly, Surly, Furious on two. Yeah, that's Amazing. what I'm going to be drinking. You got to try it.
0: All right, question number three here for Question Friday. This is from, T- from Tiki Viking on Twitter. Would you sign Cordero Patterson and trade Adam Thielen? My <laughs> God, the level of reckless speculation. Here. Okay. Reckless speculation. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a crazy ass stupid question. Until you look at what Cordell Patterson did with the Falcons, yeah, he 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 is he is the Vikings un unbeknownst to them, and of course uh, Cordell bounced around, so it's not just the Vikings' fault. We're sitting on a a Debo Samuel type player in the fact that yes, he can't. Cordell can't run a route to to save his life, but you know what he can do? He can be the Swiss Army knife of the National Football League. Yeah, um, I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell you right now. There's some intrigue here with with how Cordell was used by Arthur Smith with the Falcons, and and would I have would I consider Cordell Patterson to return to the Vikings if it was Zim and Kubiak or something? No, absolutely not. But in this case, it's not crazy. It's not if you're gonna if you're gonna get creative, Cordero Patterson is big enough and strong enough to give you a really good backfield presence, and he yeah. can make plays. Um, yeah, the Vikings so, butchered this man. They did, but I'm intrigued. I'm really intrigued here.
0: He's now he's now been with five different teams, and he's become much more of a running back than anything mm-hmm. else. But last year, yeah. he touched the ball 205 times, yeah. an average of six yards per touch. Yeah. So he had he had twelve hundred yards from scrimmage, as kind of a gadget, you know, hybrid player. He you know, six hundred eighteen rush yards and six touchdowns and five hundred forty eight yards receiving and five touchdowns. He's also a. Am I getting this right? He's a four time Pro Bowler. Yeah. In some parts, of special kick, kick teams. Kick right? Yeah. yeah.
1: His kick returns are so good. Yeah, that's and true. He's
0: thirty years old now. He's carved out this you know, almost decade long career. Yep. So yeah, I mean, with someone more innovative at the helm offensively. I, now, yeah. would, I, would I rather have Thielen or Patterson in my offense? I will take Thielen 100 times out of 100 but, for 2022. But what if I,
1: but what if I, I can get you a second-round pick for Thielen and you just sign Patterson? It's so crazy. I, what if Bill Belichick says, <laughs> um, Okay, uh, well, uh, uh, we'll consider that trade for Thielen. Call it into the league. Fax it in. I'll fax man, it
0: in. Cordero, man. man. This is something that you go back and, I'm, if 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 Mike Zimmer wasn't the offensive or wasn't the you know the putting the clamps on the offense, what could this have looked like and if the Vikings had figured out like he's a really talented player, figure out what to do with
2: him you know ah
0: what was, dex would you want cordero
2: i'm I'm in on this I mean yeah, the two hundred and five touches is his career high the previous one was eighty five so they more than doubled his touches after and when he went to Atlanta last year and Amazing. Uh, I, uh, Matthew Collar and I remember sitting next to him in Vikings games and Judd, and we used to say the same thing why aren't they using him out of the backfield more just put the ball in his hands doesn't have to he can't run yeah. a route for God's sakes but but put the ball in his hands more yeah I'm all about the, the, the way the NFL offenses have adapted they have adapted to Cordero Patterson we were trying to call for this six seven years ago and the league hadn't caught up yet the leagues have na- the league has now adapted to Cordero Patterson and he's the perfect Swiss Army Knife do that you can plug in from the backfield or just give them the damn football and let them ball. Yeah. Who was the
1: guy um, that when McCarthy was with the Packers? Because the idea came from this. Who was the guy? Was it Montgomery? The Packers had a guy who who was a receiver, and all of their running backs got hurt. And this guy uh, was a similar size, I think, to Cordero. And McCarthy put him in the backfield. And it was okay. Like, it worked. And we all said, hold on a second. That's Cordero. Try that. And, of course, they're like, oh, no, no, we can't do that. He can't That play. is new. Uh, Ty Montgomery is who you're Ty Montgomery, of. yeah. So that's where it uh, came from. Look, I'm not going to release Thielen and sign Patterson, but I'm just saying if I can get a high draft pick and send, and send Thielen to a destination where he can possibly win a championship – Would I consider Patterson to replace him? Absolutely. Now I would with the right coach.
0: I love the way Judd has rebranded this blow up the Vikings and start over to send great veteran players off to get the championship that they They deserve. They richly
1: deserve. (laughs) I'm a classy guy. I want these guys to get. I want Harrison to win a championship. I I want Adam to win a championship. Harrison Smith deserves to win a championship. I am the Oprah of football. A championship for you, and you get a championship, and you, you get, get a Lombardi, a and you get a Lombardi. <laughs> like...
0: All right, and then uh, question number four here on this four-question Friday, which is going to be presented, before... I'm going to say, before we even do this question, Yeah, you can still enjoy food in moderation. It's not like Judd has stopped enjoying food and drinking beer
1: the last four months, and yep. yet he's still down 30-plus pounds. And that is thanks to my friends from... From Livia Weight Control Centers, I stopped in the Tonka lo- location yesterday, boys, and I was brought up today. Do you know that, that thanks to all, our, our great fans out there, we now have people on this program from Texas, New York, California, wow. Iowa... That's right. People are calling in. And, no, we, and I
0: hate Iowa. I'm sorry. I can't. They are it. getting hate there. Iowa.
1: Who? Ha- no, you can't hate Iowa. My wife's from there. You can't hate it. <laughs> but this is the before and after of what Judd looked like on the left um, when he was, um, let's say, not practicing portion control, and what Judd looks like on the right today, down thirty plus pounds. And I want you to join me now and again. I don't care where you're watching this or consuming this. You can join the I Did an Eight Week Challenge, and it is a great deal. And here's the best part. The first eight weeks are for free. So you you can lose weight first eight weeks for free. I lost 26 pounds in the first eight weeks. Call today, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, or go to L-I-V-E-A livia.com. If you're outside the state, they can do a consultation on Zoom, Zoom, uh, They can send you the food. It's an easy program. It's an effective program. And if you were just impressed by the fact that I was a little jowly on the picture on the left and not so much now, you can do the same, lose that weight, Livia.com. All right. So with with that
0: message out of the way here, knowing that you can enjoy food in moderation, right, Uh, what is your number one food that just completes Super Bowl Sunday for you. What is the food that, like, man? This 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 is the thing. If I could just latch onto this one food here,
2: it's. Jack, you want to go? It is a QB one and QB two option. I'm a dual quarterback option here on my Super Bowl foods. There's two meatballs, meatballs number one, dude. Wings number two, yeah. wings number two. Um, two years ago, Bonus or bone? Uh, a, a bone in because it has to be the right place. Bone in, bone okay. in. Boneless are only for wings places. Like, they're not really known for their wings, but like, you get the boneless because it's easier to eat. They're chicken nuggets. But a good bone in wing is delicious. I survived, I wanted a t shirt about this right before the pandemic, about a month before. I survived Rami Makloff's Super Bowl party. Rami's Super Bowl spread was one of the most intense things I've ever had to go through. And I think I earned so much respect from Rami, not from as a producer, but from his friend, because I survived his Super Bowl party and I walked out of there in one piece. But I would say wings. And meatballs; those are my number one and two. I, I can't. I have to have both of them at my Super Bowl party. Okay, how about you, Judd?
1: I'm going to go with um, with a really good guacamole dip. First of all, oh, that's you know, nice. oh, right. all right. All right, avocado. Yeah. I love them. And guess what? Healthy fat. Okay, Healthy how about that's that? Great. turn your body into a furnace. You. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> um, but but it has to be a good one. So like it it's you know crafted a little bit um but that's probably my top one that that's probably, I don't go I don't go nuts like I've I am not a oh man let's get 18 dishes out out here type of guy for mm. for the game so for okay. th- the big game just so keep I'm a, going keep with a, guacamole. I keep, keep
0: it pretty simple. Well, we can say Super Bowl now. I know. Or we not, we're not I, know. I just like the fact that we're calling <laughs> it the big game, game. The, the superb owl. I think it's even funnier to call it the big game. All right, I I, I recently rediscovered at a uh, a friend gathering my love for buffalo chicken dip. I oh, feel like I only yeah. have it like once a year in a crock pot at oh, the I Super never, Bowl. Yeah, a good buffalo chicken dip, and you okay. can dip any number of things in there. You can dip crackers. You can dip. You can hell if you want to dip vegetables in there. You know, yeah. Don't wanna, be a little Absolutely, you can do that. Veggies are
1: great. Yeah, you
0: know some uh, some crackers, some chips, whatever you want to do. It's it's a very versatile dip, and it's fantastic. Dumb question: spicy or just just well, a, just a I, c- touch, just a like touch. Frank's Red Hot level spice. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. There's a little little kick. Otherwise, okay. A kiss. You don't want to be around me for the next forty eight hours if oh, I well. go. But
1: you don't it. care.
0: No, not really. Like you love spicy food. <laughs> yeah, Assume I do. All risks. Yep. Gotta be careful. So, all right, there it is. Four, your four poor questions wife. Friday. <laughs> Your poor wife. Yeah, she has to deal with quite a bit here. Yeah. sure <laughs> she does. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap on Purple Daily. <laughs> Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.